What's up, everyone, and welcome to Rondell's Unpopular Opinion via Anchor, via Spotify, via Apple, wherever you're listening from. Thank you, because like I always say, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that, and I appreciate you. Now, the last episode that I uploaded was more so about Bill Gates and his abrupt step down as the board of director from Microsoft and from Berkshire Hathaway, right? And in the podcast, I did state that a lot of CEOs have been stepping down since 2020 has rolled in. So I kind of want to dive more into that and kind of really speak on who resigned from their positions and kind of give the perspective from someone who's an expert in white collar criminology, why this may be the case. So I don't know how long this episode is going to be. I'm trying to really kind of really use the Anchor, the Spotify, and the Apple podcasting um, platforms more for topics that I can't really speak about on YouTube due to guidelines, due to um, demonetization. There's a lot of things that you can't speak about via YouTube, via their artificial intelligence system that they have which will pretty much flag your channel from being um, hit with a copyright strike or with a copyright claim or pretty much just demonetizing your, your content altogether. So on these platforms, there's a little bit more freedom on what you kind of really could speak about. That's the reason why you're hearing me talking of them on this type of platform and not really on YouTube. If you notice a lot of those conspiracy channels that were making money on YouTube are kind of really no longer. Those people have kind of really disappeared, but that's a whole nother different topic of conversation. And I don't really consider myself a conspiracy theorist. I'm more of a conspiracy realist, like I say on my social media, because I feel as though conspiracy is just nothing but another word for a plan. And when we're talking about people who are upper echelon and elitist and people who are of power, right? They plan. People of power plan. People who hold power plan. Me as a bank manager, I'll be a fool or asinine to say that as a manager and someone who's connected to regional people, right? That these people don't sit down and plan. That's why we have meetings. That's why we have goals. That's why we have initiatives, right? Because we're planning for something. So when people hear the word conspiracy, they just associate it to a connotation of something where people are kind of really talking out of their ass. But if you're going to, you know, have a plan, the plan has to stem from something, right? There has to be some invoices, some receipts, and something tangible to go off of, right? Now, with that being said, right, over the last past year, all right, starting from 2019, there has been over 1,600 CEO resignations since 2019. And this is according to uh, the Real News Network and a few other platforms. There has been over 1,600 resignations of CEOs within the last probably 90 days. Okay. There's been over probably 200, actually 219 of those resignations were in the month of January alone. So we're talking close to probably like maybe like 230 CEOs of major corporations 
pretty much resigning from their positions of, of power. Um, and that's a lot because we aren't even a full 90 days in to the year. Right. So like I said, Bill Gates is one of those people who he wasn't necessarily a CEO, but he was a founder of Microsoft and he was a part of the board of directors. And like I said, um, according to, you know, the Harvard curriculum, they always say that that it was best to be a board of director member versus being a CEO because the board of directors are the ones who hold the true power. But nonetheless, though, we're going to really get into some CEOs that have stepped down from their positions. And I'm going to name a few here because like I said, it's a whole lot. All right. Now, the most recent that many of you probably heard of was Howard Willard, who was the Altria Group um, CEO. Now, if you don't know who Altria is or what they do, they are the world's largest tobacco company. All right. And we pretty much, you know, like I said, it was kind of really mainstream news. But if you don't know, Howard Willard actually contracted the coronavirus and took a medical leave of absence on March the 20th. So that was the most recent that I heard of. And honestly speaking, I don't think that he's coming back. Now, um, a few cannabis company CEOs like Adam Bierman and Terry Booth announced that they were stepping down in February. Now, Adam Bierman who is the CEO and co-founder of um, Medmen, which is a cannabis company. He stepped down on February 1st, right? After a steep decline in his share prices over the last year. And before he actually stepped down in 2019, it was reported that he had laid off 40% or the corporation had laid off 40% of its corporate workforce by the end of the year. And that is a lot, a lot. Um, five days later, Terry Booth announced that he will be stepping down um, from Aurora Cannabis. And um, that was basically stated because of due to several uh, struggling Canadian can cannabis companies, Aurora was basically one of them. And Terry Booth decided to kind of really jump shit. All right. Um, the MasterCard CEO, Ajay Benga. All right. He's set to step down as early as uh, 2021. And he has been in the company, running the company for more than 10 years. We have the LinkedIn CEO, uh, Jeff Weiner. all right, from out in Silicon Valley. He basically is stepping down in June after 11 years. And we have the most notable Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney. He stepped down on February the 25th. All right. And he's been in that role since 2005 and renewed his contract in 2017. But he has abruptly announced that he is stepping down. All right. Um, we have Jeannie uh, Rometty. She is the CEO of IBM and she is departing in April. All right. After eight years of leading the company through a very difficult uh, transition period. So these are a few of the CEOs who were kind of really announced um, via the Business Insider that they have stepped down in 2020. So it has been a lot and there's a reason for that, right? And a lot of people were kind of really saying, oh, due to, you know, misconduct, due to um, sexual misconduct, um, you know what I'm saying? Um, we had the CEO of Credit uh, Swiss. He actually had resigned on February 6th due to, you know, it being, you know, 
coming public or becoming public information that he was stalking a former employee and they hired a private investigator and found out that he was right. We had, um, Corey, what is this girl last name? Corey Berry, I believe she is the CEO of Best Buy. And she was also going to be probably added to this list because back in December, the board of directors of Best Buy received an anonymous letter stating that Corey was having an affair with, uh, I believe it was an executive, um, someone within executive leadership of the company that she was having a romantic relation, relationship with him for a number of years. So they had hired a, a private law firm to kind of really investigate Corey and just recently announced that Corey would be keeping her job as CEO. So, Yes, a lot of things are due to, you know, Me Too movement and, you know, misconduct. However, um, there, there's more reason to that. And we're kind of really going to take a deeper dive into it with someone who is accredited, someone who has experience, and someone who is stating that um, there's another reason as to why this is pretty much happening and becoming a trend. Okay, so I will say this, right? We all know about the millennial uh, depression, right? We all knew about the the crash of 2008, right? We know about um, what was taking place with, you know, the CEOs of like the big banks and, you know, people who sat on the board and, you know, head honchos in the finance industry and kind of what they were really doing with the money on the market, right? We know that they were living, you know, pretty, you know, flamboyant lifestyles that's kind of really touched on if you ever watched the movie Hustlers with Jennifer Lopez and Cardi B and Lizzo, you do see that, um, and with Constance Wu, you do see a snippet of the lifestyle that these, you know, you know, upper echelon people in fine in the financial industry, the type of lifestyle that they were living, they were indulging in drugs, they were indulging in, you know, strippers, they were indulging in prostitutes, they were indulging in uh escorts and yachts and you know fancy trips and taking helicopters to work every day, right? So they were very much so flamboyant with, you know, what they were doing, right? Um, even if we look at uh, Enron and kind of really seeing what was taking place there in the lifestyle, right? You know, country clubs and golf trips and all that. Um, I think now CEOs learn that they cannot be um, that um, out there. They cannot be that flamboyant when it comes to materials, right? So they kind of really manipulated um, their way of acquiring wealth. Um, and they kind of really did it based on what's stated by William Black. I did uh, purchase his book. And if you guys don't know who William Black is, he's an attorney, he's a professor, and he's a white collar criminologist. And he does have a book, The Best Way to Rob a Bank is to Own One, How Corporate Executives and Politicians Looted the SNL Industry. I highly suggest that you guys pick that book up. Now, according to Bill Black, right, he states that the managerial revolution during the 20th century caused for the corporate dynamic to shift to align CEO compensation to stock performance, all right? And when this happened, CEOs then began to have an increase in power and wealth. And of course, when people have power, what do they do? They act a damn fool, 
All right. Um, it gives room for misconduct and it gives room for sexual misconduct. It gives room for financial manipulation, right? Writing things into the books that aren't really concrete. We saw that with Enron, where Enron was pretty much stating like, okay, we sold this plant in India for $80 million, but the plant sale really fell through and didn't go through, but they already had wrote into their books that they're worth $80 million more. That really didn't happen. Right. So it kind of really gave room for financial manipulation. Um, and of course we have, you know, the height of the me too movement that played a role also. However, CEOs and corporations developed the pathology of making decisions with a me now Harvard calls it right. A me now perspective versus an us later approach. And what that means is they're thinking about short-term versus long-term and how it can hurt the sustainability of the corporation. So for example, right, we had, you know, the ability and allotment with these CEOs for them to basically have stock buybacks and using the corporation's money to do it and having trillions of dollars in tax cuts. So instead of basically buying, you know, all these fancy yachts, right, what the CEO started doing was they started buying back stocks with their price cuts, I mean, with their tax cuts, you know, and now they already know that what they're doing is detrimental. Um, CEO of BlackRock, Larry Fink, said that another recession is coming, right? He predicted this. And this is the reason why. And now that we have the coronavirus here, this has catapulted the chance for a recession indefinitely that it's going to happen because it has caused catastrophe economically. And the CEOs who have resigned, they do not need their jobs at this point. They don't need them. They know it's about to get real in the battlefield. They have caused a mess a complete mess and they have acquired their wealth already. So they don't need their jobs. They already have a plan in place. Okay. And they don't need these jobs anymore. They're done with them. They already made their money. They already acquired their, their wealth via uh, their investments within the company and they don't need them. They already have made a mess. And because they already have made a mess, due to, you know, what they're doing and their ability to be tax exempt. Um, the, the coronavirus is just a cherry on top for everything to go down. But let me tell you, what they're doing right now is pretty much knowing that the Titanic is going to hit the iceberg and they have their um, life jacket on the raft is ready to go to take them over to land because they're not about to be on the ship going down when it hits the iceberg. So please believe that these people who are up at echelon and CEO um, are wicked and they already have this planned. So I just wanted to really get that out there. Um, I'm going to do another episode probably this week since I have the time and I want to thank you guys for tuning into this episode and be sure to not only like this um, podcast 
or whatever and pretty much leave a review if you're on Apple um, by rating it. But also make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel on YouTube, Rondell's Unpopular Opinion. Like I said, another episode will be up later on this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. Be well, take care of the family, eat your greens, all right, and drink your alkaline water. And I will check y'all in the next one. Peace.